you're not ready. You're not ready. You always want to go and go and go. You want to be where they are and do what they're doing and go to that level when you're not freaking ready. You don't work hard enough. You're listening. Yes, you. You're not ready. A lot of us think that we can just go and jump and skip steps. Literally all those little cliches about you can't. There's not one straight way up the mountaintop. You got to step, step, step. You damn right. You think people just wasting their breath? Well, a lot of people do waste their breath on a lot of those maxims, you know, those old adages. Oh, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but it's like, bro, you literally cannot skip a step. Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to have it. Everybody wants to have the money, the cars, the clothes, the little, the H word. <laughs> money in the cars, the cars and the clothes, the hoes, I suppose. I just want to be I just want to be successful. Everybody wants to be successful. <laughs> you know what success right now in your moment right now is doing the next thing to win the day, not thinking about everybody else and what they're doing. This is like a broken record on here, but that's the truth. Like you think you're late. You're not. You're on your own lane. It's only you and you. And you're trying to get somewhere. When you get there, you'll realize like, oh, I literally was not ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready when I was like, uh, what, what about them? And I'm not, bro, will you shut up, bro? A lot of times, you know, with friends, I do this. Sometimes I feel like I'm a terrible friend because I'm the only friend that's like giving the tough, tough, like actually tough love. But it's like, nah, sometimes you need your boy to be like, nah, bro, you actually tripping, bro. You've been soft in your feelings like, you know pouting about oh and oh bro because oh and oh don't get you nowhere but under and down and down and down and you're sad and you're taking pills because oh you're depressed no you ain't (laughs) you might be because you took the choice to keep thinking that and living that and sitting where you're at a lot of us need wise counsel bro not saying i'm just the wisest man on earth but i know that like sometimes if you only have the opinion of yourself and you're down 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 um, listen or talk to somebody else that has a different point of view, a different perspective on your situation, because a lot of the times we're wrong about us and it takes outside voices and outside lenses to see like, oh, the truth and to spark the truth in us and be like, okay, yeah, I have not been working hard. So why am I crying about how they got it? You don't know what they do behind closed doors. <laughs> you don't know what it took to get there. You don't know the sacrifice somebody else took to get to where they're at. And even if you're listening, like, bro, I know this person. I've been knowing them since birth. They ain't take no sacrifice. They just got it. What is your business? Eh? I'm going to act like I'm talking. What is your problem? Is it your business? Is, the, is it your life? Can you live for them? Can they live for you? No, goat. Goat in Nigerian, like, kind of slang is like idiot. You're not an idiot, but like, bro, that's idiot thinking, though, honestly, is to sit there and want more for yourself, but to do the same thing over and over and over and think the same pattern over and over and over. It's like, it's easy to say, just think differently. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. It's very easy for me to say that, but it's like, I say this, frankly, what the hell is the alternative, bro? For you to sit there and to feel sad and sorry for yourself and look and be pissed off and bitter about how everybody else got it. What about what you're doing? Have you honestly, if you look yourself in the mirror, if you're driving, if you're running, don't stop running to listen to this. If you run it, are you actually going to the length of the mile, the length of the marathon? However you run, I ain't running no damn marathon. I know that <laughs> in, in, in college, I ain't want to touch them lines. But if you run it, are you going the distance? Are you doing extra? 
Are you doing what it takes to actually be excellent, to be successful? Successful and excellent to me, in my opinion, this is my Bully Podcast. I am the host. It's not the bare minimum. It's not the average. That's not excellent. What the heck do you think? What? Let's say in any field, what do you want to be the, you, you're an artist and you want to be just like Beyonce. You think Beyonce is just up oh, today. I'm a sing, work on my vocals and my lyrics for about an hour. Take a lapse, you know, go get some, go get a nice beverage, go hang with friends, talk all day, get on Netflix. No, she's in the studio grinding probably majority of the day. Take it to athletes. <laughs> Are you in the gym? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Your ass wasn't in the gym. You was on Fortnite and playing Call of Duty on teams. You weren't in the gym either. So you want to get to the league and and you're not putting in that work. It's so funny, bro. Like God gives us different traits. Some people are more talented in some things than others. Others got to bust their ass. The beauty about God is <laughs> he made he's not a respecter of persons. He didn't make somebody with just inherent Nobody's inherently better. That means if they got there, oh, shoot, I want to be like Tiger Woods. If they got there, I have the trait in me to get there. <laughs> now, it might take too much time and you might need to look in the mirror and say, OK, God, what are the traits you give me? I should steward my time and my energy towards that so I can get to where I want to go a little quicker. But I mean, he's not a respecter of persons, literally like that's why it's so funny. I've said this before. I will say it again because it's the truth. Like, bro, what the hell? What business do we have being jealous of people, bro? It doesn't make sense. And it's human. Don't get me wrong. I feel and I experience feelings of jealousy. I've said this again, but it ain't me. It's your mind bully. I like how it rhymes. So I like that little cadence. I'm going to keep saying that again. I'm going to say it again. I experience feelings of jealousy, but that ain't me. That's my mind bully. That's your mind belief. You're listening. That's your mind belief trying to get you off track because as soon as your perspective goes to, oh, I'm jealous. Oh, they got the car. They got the girl. They're married and I'm not. And I'm a better person than them. And they sleep with everybody, but they married. And they, what is your business? Is that your problem? Huh? Because as soon as your perspective goes on how they got it and how they look like they have this happy ever all life, it goes off your life that you're trying to build. And those relationships that you could have built and brought if you had perspective, energy, life, love into those things and not envious of another. It's so easy, though, because on social media, you get on social media at hours, your screen time probably too much, 10 hours a day. I don't know what too much screen time is. I'm guessing that's like hella, but I should probably turn my things on. Do not disturb again. Anyways. I say that and I literally didn't. It's probably going to ding again because I'm in this um, group message. It's literally called niggas with no morals. I have morals, <laughs> excuse me, but, you know, ignorance. Anyways, it's it's just it's not funny. It's honestly sad. It's honestly sad because a lot of us live in this reality that we don't have what it takes and that somebody's inherently better than us on the outside. And so we're secretly jealous of everything that they do and we're envious of where they're going. And we don't want them to be so much greater, perceived as greater than us. So when we talk to them, we say, you know, shady comments towards them. And it's crazy because I'm thinking of a friend right now that does this to me. And I'm not saying that I'm, oh, I'm just somebody. But it's like, to be honest, it's just something that's been on my heart and on my mind. It's like I've been in church and praying about this. And I always think about this one friend that comes to my mind. It's just like, bro, like. 
I know this person's a friend, but it's like negativity, jealousy, envy. And so everything that excites me that happens in my life and I know that, okay, God's doing something and I'm working and I'm progressing. You know, you want to share it with somebody. That's literally me. I'm a connector. And a person that I would share it to is like, I can't. I X them off my list. Doesn't mean I'm not friends or close with this person. It's just like, I'm in a space of my life where the energy, and if you're listening, the energy is important. Who you go to is important. So it's like, you can't for the sake of, I'm friends with this person. We've always been friends. Take it to them. No, <laughs> some people don't grow at the rates you do. If you on this level and you grinding, like I'm saying, and you focus on you and you're grinding, you're growing and they're not, they will still have that jealous, envious in them. Oh, <laughs> it's not to leave them out to dry because everybody need love, baby. You ain't perfect. But it's like some things you don't trust them with anymore. I'm not trusting you with this thing that I'm so excited about because I care about you so much that I will care about what you think. That's one thing that I do take back that I say. I say, I don't give a damn what nobody thinks. That would make me a psychopath. I care about what people think. That's why I have a podcast to pour into people's life for them to be impacted, you know? So I do care. But it's like, I don't care about what people think of me in terms of people that I actually closely care about. You know, outside opinions, honestly, I don't care because it has it's not profitable to me. It does nothing for me to listen to people that don't know me is what I'm saying. Care about what how I look or bruh, huh? one, I'm confident too. It doesn't do anything for me. But people that like know me and they say something negative and they criticize, it's just like, bro, like I I actually like, you know, I'm thinking about this right now. If he's listening, I'm gonna put you on blast. Tevin. Tevin, he, uh, I think in one of my talking toughs, I put like the, um, how I slid into a girl's DMs. I just said something funny. I sent a voice message and I, I sent it to my group message because like, dang, I ain't slid into DMs in like literally years. I don't do that. Like I, I just haven't whatever. And it's like, Norris, if you want a girl, you should actually probably do that. But it's just like that high pompous athlete. Like I usually get approached, not saying that I just am an asshole, it, whatever. It's just like, I just, I don't know. Anyways, I should get better at that. But I slid in the DMs and like, bro, he rated it a four out of 10. I'm like, come on, bro. That's come on, bro. Like I'm, at one point I'm like, am I sensitive right now? It's like, probably. Yeah. But it's like for a reason, like he knows me, this is who I am. So basically he said that like, He's just like, if anybody else used that, it wouldn't work. It's because you're tall, dark, handsome, whatever. But it's like, that's that's insulting. Like, bro, that's still me. It's like sending a voice message is me and how I what I said and how I'm talking. Yeah, it, whatever you think it's corny or whatever. It's like, but that's me. So it's just like, whatever. It's you say if it's corny or not, if it's if I'm sensitive or not. Anyways, but it's like that example plays to like. I only care about those that I really care about what they think. So if they, you know, criticize, it's like, bruh. And so if you're listening, you have a friend that always digs at you and you're really close to them. It's kind of like, bro, should I keep telling you things? Like, should I keep trusting you with something that I'm excited about? Because I know you're just going to dig at it. You're going to bring me to your level. Not saying you're in misery, but like, you're just going to have me thinking about it differently. You're going to plant a thought in my head and then my mind will get hungry, thirsty because that mind will starve right now. I've been beating the hell out of it every single morning when I wake up and I shot it. Like, I talk to the Lord. I talk to it. I interrogate it. I fight it off. And then I enter a place to where I get excited about something. I talk to a friend about it and they're like, uh, 
they have that negative opinion. And then the mind believes like, gee, somebody else told you what's happening. I'm up. I'm ready. I'm not hungry no more. I got something to feed on. I'm chewing on something. And then it makes my battle hard. I don't know. It's just protect your space, man. And I'm not like, you know, like everybody else, they say, protect your energy, protect your space. If any, ain't nobody doing it for me, I ain't. No, I'm not telling you to cut off everybody. I'm telling you to shade and guard your levels of excitement, something that you actually care about, something that you're building. Like, don't tell everybody. You could tell the kid because I'm going to pump you up, baby. I know what time, I know what grinding is. I'm going to just tell you stay in your lane and work your ass off because nothing in this world comes for free. I'll tell everybody that. But it's like, I don't know. I just going back to the work ethic thing and pushing and wanting to be somewhere early. It's like it's so funny. Like these days, you know, even younger kids or, you know, the youth, they feel like they got to wear the design or the Gucci, the Prada at, at freaking 13. Like, are you stupid? I was wearing freaking polo. You at USPA. I was wearing USPA when all the kids were stealing, literally stealing polos from Dillard's. I was wearing USPA, USPA from Ross. I, I like I wasn't. Well, literally, I was chilling. Yeah, I was chilling. I went to Hollister, got the little, uh, got the little, what's it called? Collar shirts. I got the thick dickies. Then I didn't want the thick dickies anymore. We went to Dillard's Outlet. My mama got me some like, you know. Some designer uh, late season, uh, like two, three season late khakis to go to school. And I'm like, y'all don't know what this is exactly because you're broke. Nah, <laughs> I just had a discount. Anyways, it's just it's just funny, bro. Like. Stay in your lane. It's OK to be patient and wait your time. Wait your calling, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Who says you got to have it now? Because when you have it now and you don't know what to do with it, you're going to lose it. And then you're going to be like, dang, my shit later, you're going to be like, hey, life happened how it's supposed to. I wouldn't I wouldn't take nothing back because it made me who I shut up, bro. I hate when people say that, bro. You can say I made mistakes. I would take it back. Actually, I literally would. I would. I would. I would take it back. You can say that. Ugh. Just know that you're a one of one. And what's meant to say, if I can say it one time, I can say it a hundred times. If I say I'm beautiful, I, you've heard me say that a lot. So I can say this. You're one of one. You're a light placed on a lampstand, not to be placed under. You're the top, not the bottom. You're on top, not beneath. You're going forward, never backwards. You're the head, not the tail. And you walk out with your head to the sky, chest to the sun, knowing who the hell you are, that nobody can tell you any different because your daddy owned everywhere you walk and talk and breathe. He owned the space, too. Imagine you going into a room knowing that up here, my daddy owned this room. I don't know what y'all talking about. My daddy don't. You feel me? This is my daddy house. Because it's true. So I will never, you know, I, I, I don't have an inferior complex. I don't have anxiety. I don't have depression. I'm not sad because my father didn't give me that. <laughs> and everything on the contrary comes from somebody else. So if I know the game plan of my mind bully, I, I know how to attack it. I know they play the same games. When my friend get on the phone and say some negative stuff, I know he going to feed on that. But what do I do? I get aggressive. I talk to it. Not just dang. I sit there and I'm like, everybody's out to get me. Everybody has it better than me. Maybe I should just no. It's none of your business to agree with them because it's not the truth. And if you have only heard one side and you heard that side of the story for most of your life, listen to this side. 
It's not the truth. It's not who you are. My job here is to tell the truth. I don't do anything different. I hold the mirror up for you to see the real you, to see the real version of you, the version of you that you can't even see yet. Because I see it. And we've all been there. And don't think that you're alone. If you're listening to this and you're feeling the negative feelings and you're hearing and listening the negative thoughts and you're courting those conversations in your head over positive conversations, hear me when I say this. It's time to listen to a new sound, a true sound, the real sound, the you sound. It's time to raise your sound up above that sound, your mind belay, and take and hold your ground. How do you do that? (laughs) With passion, with intensity. Move your body. If you don't feel like it, get your ugly ass up and start moving. Because once you start moving, it changes the way you feel. It literally changes it. If you need to smile, you can't smile. Smile. It changes the way you feel. And then attack it with things, sayings, whatever you want to say. I'm the top, not the bottom. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't. <laughs> this ain't my time to die today. <laughs> no thing can hold me back. And, and, you know, when you start calling these things out and start seeing life the way you should from a fresh perspective and start talking to people that pour and to inspire that the growth in you, you hang around people that want more for themselves. You see that you'll start wanting and believing and growing in more for your own self. I don't know if that last part makes sense, but hey, growing is what we do here. Mind Believe Podcast, the journey within the climb, that little step that I said you can't step, skip. See, I still spit and I still stutter. That little step that you can't skip. That's what we showcase here. And Hopefully we're growing. This has been a year and a half I've done this podcast. Hopefully I've grown in my voice. If I haven't, I need my ass whooped because I don't just get on here and talk. It seems like it, but it's like the action of me talking my thoughts through literally me and my thoughts is me giving permission for you to do so. A lot of us don't even do this. You know, I didn't do this before I started this for me to just sit here and talk and think. And because a lot of the things that I just voice and a lot of the things I voice, literally everything I voice is what I go through. Whether it's me, whether it's a friend, it's different things. And I'm talking this through and I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger in what I actually believe and what the truth is. As you hear the truth, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. (laughs) I am. I can. I must. If you hear that over and over and over, you start to believe it. And faith comes by hearing ain't just by reading the word of God. Somebody can speak it. And you can speak it over your dang self. You don't believe in God. You can speak positivity over your dang self. I ain't trying to convert you, but low key, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause like anybody think about it. If I had this drug and everybody want to lose weight, there is this like blood pressure drug that can lose weight. Don't do that. Dangerous, whatever. But if I had this pill, this drug, that's going to make you happy and there's no strings attached and it's going to love you all your life. And it's going to have you taken care of knowing that you felt suicidal, knowing that you felt down and out and knowing you felt like, The world was against you and knowing that you felt like somebody did you wrong and knowing that you felt so sad, so broken, so bitter, so bad and so taken advantage of and knowing that you were assaulted at an early age and knowing that, you know, you were without parent or a friend or knowing that you were without love and, you know, just taken advantage of. If I had a pill that despite all that, despite feeling all that and going through all that, that will make you happy and fulfilled and you feel joy and powerful. If I had that pill, why the hell wouldn't I say, uh, you know who the author of this pill is? They got that little sauce in it. 
They put that little agreement, greedy in. <laughs> Don't thank me. They got the recipe over there. <laughs> you better go over there and thank, kiss the chef. You going to be kissing that chef that made that pill. Chef and pill, I probably should have said pharmacist. It would have made sense. You know, pills, whipping up pills or the drug dealer. Yeah, I see. Sell Jesus drugs. Anyways, that's the talking tough. Bye.